Atpi, welcome to the Commerce Talks podcast. This is today uh, live at the Seamless Conference in uh, in Riyadh. Uh, you're the founder of uh, Just Clean, which is, I guess, it's a cleaning service business. But uh, uh, you can explain uh, it yourself and introduce yourself, please. Yeah, I'm Azbi Lanizi. Thanks for having me here today. Uh, I'm half Kuwaiti, half British. Grew up in the in Kuwait in my early years, and then spent continued studies in England. After that, I moved back to Kuwait and worked for one of the biggest banks in Kuwait. Uh, I worked for Human Resources, actually. Mm-hmm. And then me and my brother, the co-founder of the company, come to realize after living in the UK and basically washing your clothes daily and hanging it out, and when it rains, you run out to get it when it's, when it's raining, so it stays dry. But in the GCC, that's completely different uh, in the Gulf region. If you look at the traditional Arabic clothing, all this has to be washed at the laundry. So when you're driving around, you see as many laundries as you do as coffee shops or supermarkets. Here? Yeah, across Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, Qatar, and the UAE. So it's a, it's a big part of their daily life is getting the laundry done. But what we realized was is... When, at that time, four, four and a half years ago, that was the beginning of the surge of e-commerce in the region. There was a few big exits, so people started getting interested in the, the app world as well. So me and my brother were always interested in laundry because you drive past any laundry and it was always full of clothes. That meant one thing, that meant there's a business there, but it was completely offline. So we thought we'd build uh, an app uh, that gathers all the laundries in the, GC, uh, in the GCC into one place. It's a marketplace. You get to select the laundry. You get to select your pickup time and delivery time. And you also get to uh, see the rating, uh, see the price difference, and, and compare the laundry. So that's what you select. Because in the past, you weren't able to... First of all, every laundry around the GCC delivers. It's like the food sector here. So without a delivery service within, the re- within your business, it really does... You do struggle because that's the type of culture that we are here. We like people to deliver things to us. So the laundry is the same. So we wanted to give the customer the ability to select his own time for pickup, his own time for delivery, online payments, and rating, as well as price comparison. So then he'd be able to compare for all the laundries and select and be able to come pick up and deliver it. So, but what, what, is, what is the app exactly doing? Are you like connecting existing laundries to your service? Or have you like building your own laundry facilities where you like pick up, have like all the delivery services. So how, what is like the, the value chain you're providing? See, a lot of people have gone down the model, in this, especially in this industry, if you look at the apps in Europe and across the world in America as well for laundry, what they do is they build an app that has one, you select, it's just one laundry branded, but they don't actually do the cleaning. They send it out to third parties, but it's actually named under the app. However, the marketplaces in the region here are very successful with the food and other industries as well. So we didn't want to go and change that. And plus, some of these laundries in the region have been uh, been here for 70 years. There's one in Saudi Arabia that has over 500 branches. That's more than McDonald's in the country, and he's been in the business for 70 years. So instead of going to build a new brand and acquiring people to, to trust this brand, to trust this laundry, because this is where you send your clothes, it's important to you. We thought we'd build a marketplace where it lists all the laundries and you're able to select each one. Because mm. the good thing about this is if you get a damaged item, you're not going to delete the app like you would do any of the other apps that actually aren't doing the cleaning. You'd actually move, and we'll get onto that and how we retain customers and set up the session. I'm sure you'll be asked that question. But the marketplace 
helps for the customer to have a selection. So, so it's way closer to like food delivery. It's not yes. like an Uber where everything is like Uber branded. It's like no, food delivery no. where you choose, you choose like your restaurant and yes. they're kind of a delivery option. But the, um, the logistics, uh, uh, picking up like the, uh, the laundry and bringing it back, is this sort of like centrally organized from, uh, from you with some drivers? Or it's also organized from the laundries itself. See, we are a commission-based company, like all marketplaces. So we work. We, we don't make money unless the business actually makes money. So we work on marketing and building a good product and customer retention and everything to give us the ability to retain customers. So what we noticed was at the beginning is we partner with laundries that have delivery, which are the majority, 90% of the region. But what we noticed was when we were doing marketing campaigns, big marketing campaigns, they weren't able to keep up with the demand due to the capacity. When I say capacity, not the washing, but the actual delivery. So we had to launch our own logistics to be able to cope with that demand, to cope. That wasn't part of the plan in the beginning, but however, now we offer our logistics across the region. So 60% of our orders are done by logistics, our own logistics, which is better because we can sustain the pickup time, delivery time, and the quality. And the 40% are done by the laundries. As it is a marketplace model, usually you have to like, solve like the initial problem because like uh, you you don't come with like a big demand if there's like not not enough offer yeah. uh, on the platform and the other way around. And so I, I guess when you recruited the first laundries, they said you know I, I don't know anybody who's using it. There's no new customer, and you know I have all my customers like living around my my laundry. How how did you solve this uh, demand offer problem? Well, it's quite funny. I'm, I'm going to talk about a story about four years ago. This is one thing that got us started. Me and my brother took a loan to start this business of. I'll say it in pounds, it was around 70,000 pounds, British pounds. That's what we took from the bank to start this business. We both quit our jobs. We had, but we under-budgeted it. So we had enough to build, get the app built and designed and everything and launch, but we didn't have any money to actually market it. That was something we made a mistake with. So what we did was, is we convinced the laundries that had signed with us. What we did was we got some tier A laundries, some mid-range laundries, and some cheaper laundries. So everyone has a selection of price range within the app. That's what a marketplace is. It was the beginning of digital marketing through Instagram sponsored and things like that. And these laundries didn't even have a, a those pen and paper. This is how they're doing the receipts by pen and paper. So they didn't have any online presence. We managed to convince them to pay us to put their laundry online, offering discount and sponsored and digital marketing that we'd learned how to do ourselves online, get them to pay for it, and it directs them to the app to get the discount. So we were acquiring users that the laundries were paying for that they were increasing their business for, and that was the beginning of our search for the marketing. Ah, interesting. That's a, that's a smart move because, like, obviously, before, like, the app economy, you would yeah. have did, like, websites for the yes. laundries. Like, yes. And then yeah, they would have paid you, like, for building a website and running marketing and yeah. So in that case, they built for their own marketplace presence because like if you're like uh, looking into the development of um, uh, food delivery startups usually there's like a big gold conflict in the more developed countries uh, where all the uh, uh, pizza services set their own websites first and they yeah. said no I don't want to get to get on, on Lifarando the delivery hero or whatever yeah. uh, because um, then I have to pay commission yeah. uh, but this was not a that was not that was not an issue here so it's like the average laundry that is working with just clean having a, a higher revenue after working with you than before is it something you can prove of course we've got to the point now especially in some of the countries that we operate in if they're not on just clean they they would struggle to operate like i would say 70 of their income comes in i'll tell you a story in kuwait one of the laundries one of the laundries built his laundry after just clean had been established and was live he had one branch in an area that you'd never find if i google maps struggles to find it 
But he built it with a, with a concept. He's seen how the food industry was very successful. So he had the concept that he was going to work online. Now, I tell, I tell any laundry, if you follow the fundamentals of a marketplace, pick up time on time, delivery on time, and getting a good rating and offer a consistent cleaning service to the user. Users don't change the laundry like they change with food. One day they want pizza, one day they have sushi, one day burger. People are loyal, and we've seen this through our cohorts through in the, within the system, that the loyalty stays with laundry. Uh, this guy, uh, two years later, from one little branch that you'd never find in one car, has seven branches in Kuwait with 19 drivers. And he's basically quit his job, and now the laundry is no longer a side business. It's become an, a, quite an established business for him. Maybe before we got into more detail in the unit economics of, of, of laundry, so why is it actually the case that people have to launder uh, their, their laundry in such services? Why don't, we have, why don't they have like washing machines like, uh, like in the UK? Okay, because laundry in this region doesn't break the bank like it does in Europe. In Europe, you'd, you'd use it as, a, as, a, as an event. If you've got a big event, you'd get your suit dry cleaned, a wedding, yes, yes, certain, yes. certain occasions. That's what's the culture. And it's costly, yes. It, it, does, it does kind of break the bank. But here in the region, the, the Arabic clothing and the headpiece that the guys wear and the women there buy, they cannot be washed at home. It could be washed, but it cannot be ironed correctly. If you look at the way they wear it and everything, it has to be done to a certain standard. Mm. And then the way they wear it is completely different to each other. If you look into it to detail and difference, and that's the way it's ironed and they use a starch on it to make it stand and stick. So that's impossible to do at home. It has to be done at the laundry because, but they, but because the bigger irons, the bigger tools, the bigger... But you won't give like your t-shirts, your underwear into a laundry. Like they, that you do yourself at home. One of our biggest sellers t-shirts. So we have a big, we have a, a big customer base that are half expat, half locals within these countries. So yes, shirts, uh, trousers, but the, the most selling would be the Arabic clothing. But underwear is also in there, believe it or not. However, me on a personal level, I would get my clothes washed, but my underwear I'd do at home. Okay. And uh, so what is like the, the uh, average uh, money spent on a monthly basis for a household uh, in the region here for closing, for laundry? Well, I can tell you it's a free, the industry, not including Saudi Arabia, is a $3.5 billion dollar industry. Okay, let me write that. 3.5, though, GCC. Which is Kuwait, Bahrain, Qatar, and the UAE. 3.5 billion, okay. Hmm? And this was a study done by our invest investors before they initially put the first hmm. big investment. And this was, this, this was done so they could understand the market. And the problem was it had never done, been done before this study. And it was, the study was done by one of the top three researchers in the region. And it was done to the point it took six months to complete because it was never done before. Mm. We didn't continue with Saudi Arabia because we knew if the, these four countries are $3.5 billion, then the Saudi Arabia is going to be triple that itself as a continent compared to the size of the other countries. So... Uh, We're pretty shocked, like we, because we have people that we have in the company with us. They do come back from uh, ex uh, food industry and, and taxi. Our reorder rate is is as good as the food industry and the grocery industry. We're we're managing to retain customers, and I'll explain to you later, later on what tools we've used and how we've built a, a loyalty program within the app to keep customers coming good to us. But we have a very healthy reorder rate, a very healthy basket size, uh, and a very good take rate. But 
okay, let's let, 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 let's go into that in detail because uh, what we've seen in the food delivery industry is obviously there was like a competition uh, coming up yeah. in the market, and then you had this uh, voucher uh, war, right? Everybody was throwing like vouchers, 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 and like in Berlin you could eat like for two years for free, more or less, because there was there was so much competition around because like the the venture capitalists thought, okay, we, we have to we have to buy market share. Eventually, we have we we can drive one or one or two like uh, of the of the um, our competitors out of the market and then we own it all and we can earn that money. Didn't work out for it's definitely, any party involved. It's definitely not worked out. So after the pandemic, and I'm sure you'll ask me these questions, but after the pandemic, people, are, the investors aren't looking at growth. They're looking at com companies that could survive if another pan pandemic did happen. And if you go out spending marketing like that, acquiring customers, the retainment of them later on is, is, is awful. And not just that, the, the the quality of people that you're getting in with the app that are coming for discount, these aren't customers that you're going to be able to build a good cohort and a good reorder rate through later on, which you're going to be judged heavily on for investment later on down the line. You'll get these peaks in growth, but that's not what you'll be looking for. It's okay if you're launching a new country. It's okay if you're trying to get a buzz around the app and that, but it can't be a continuous strategy for marketing. And that's not something we do. And I'll explain what we've done to tackle that. Please explain. If it's not vouchers, how do you do? So... Here in the region, there's something called Ishtarakat, and it's well known with the laundry. So at the beginning of the month, you'd go to your local laundry and you'd pay, for example, £20, and you'd get £5 credit free. So that's normal with all laundries within the region. So we went and implemented the same thing on Just Clean. Hmm. And that thing, the good thing about Just Clean is you don't just use it with one laundry, you can use it with all the laundries. So on and offline, you're, you're only going to one laundry. If it damages your clothes, you're not gonna, you're gonna ask for your money back. With Just Clean, no, that credit stays and you can use it across any laundry you'd like and it just keeps deducting from your wallet. And then as soon as you get to a certain point, we push you to get more. So you're actually getting 25% discount on every order. But you only get this discount when you're staying loyal? When, you're, when, when, when you're you buy the credit through just clean credit. So there's payment methods. But, okay, we have to, you have to pay in advance. And the, the, the more you pay in advance, the, the higher the discount is you're getting? Yeah, the higher credit you get. And yeah. that credit is not bent by us or our marketing costs. The laundries take on this part. So the laundries can decide on the credit then? So they, could I as laundry say, okay, I'm willing to give like 20% when there's like more than uh, 100 pounds deposit? Or, no, it, no. We, we, at the beginning, only certain laundries would agree to it. But now, without it, you cannot survive on Just Clean because one of our biggest payment methods is Just Clean Credit. And the laundries are very happy with it because it's a payment up front as well, so it gets deducted. And if they don't do it, they can't compete with all the other laundries that are on there. And this doesn't come under our, under our marketing spend because the laundries are bearing this cost. To the customer, it looks like you're getting £5 for free. But if you calculate it, it's actually 25%. So if they spend £2 here, £4 there, £5 there, it's actually getting a 25% discount on each one. So this... Um Just King Credit is kind of your own currency then. Yes. And this kind of currency is also the currency that needs to be used by the laundry. Yeah. So they are also calculated in, in the yeah. credits. Yes. So okay, that's smart. Okay. Not just that. The good thing is what we did was, is when we, me and my, when me and my brother started, we really, we, when, when we called it clean, just clean, we wanted everyone to think, when, it's, when you think of clean, we want you to think of just clean. And I'll talk about the new verticals we've gone into becoming a super yeah. cleaner gap. However... The industry was pen and paper, literally. So you'd go to the laundry, they'd give you a receipt, and you'd go and you'd have to bring your receipt back to get your clothes back. That wasn't going to work. 
So we were dealing with laundry owners that had ambition and wanted to keep on growing, but you can't grow without data. It's impossible. You can't see month on month. So we looked at all these SaaS systems that are out there and everything, but there was nothing tailored for this industry where it's in Arabic and the system that they can, owners can see online. So we went and took like six months away from building onto the app and we built a full laundry management system. And that management system comes at a very entry level they have to use it to get their online orders it's kind of a laundry erp so then what we did was is we said to them if you like this you can take it for your offline orders so now we have a clear vision across the gcc on the offline orders the online orders peak time bad time and we can see the full industry so we control the laundry from a marketplace we control it from a laundry management system and we control the logistics as well so we are the full 360 laundry system within the region and what is then the online market share because if, if you have like laundries uh where with like a with a brick and mortar DNA with some like offline DNA, yeah. uh, not the ones you've mentioned where the one built like 17 laundries. I, I think all of this is kind yeah. of online business. But what is like for a traditional laundry then the online share here in your system? It depends in the, which country you're in. Like the first country we started in Kuwait, it could be laundries that are making 60, 70% of their income could be from just clean or maybe more. However, in the earlier countries like Saudi Arabia that we've just launched this year, it could, we, we're, we're nowhere near anything that they're making. So we believe our biggest competitor is the offline market and there's a, still a massive share for us to take. Interesting, interesting. So it's like uh, you're charging them for the ERP system or the management system for yes. the laundry. You're getting a commission because of, uh, of the um, online order, which is, must be like... It's a high delivery. commission if we do the delivery, much yeah. higher. And, the, and, and, you, and, and you do like the delivery. Is that other? So and the only, only piece that is missing is you could start like your own laundry chain, obviously. Yeah. Right? Do, you, do you know what the great thing about it is? It's free delivery as well across the region. It's free delivery? Yeah, because laundry... But you charge the laundries for it. Yeah, we, no, we take commission of every order. And the problem is, this is because it's a very old industry that's been known in the region that laundry delivery is for free. And the reason... The customers why, expect it. Expect it, yes. And on Just Clean, you find the same price as you go to the laundry. So if you went to Laundry A and you'd call them, or you walked into his laundry, or called them to deliver, you'd get the same price on Just Clean. That's part of our contract. But people would choose laundries close by, right? Though if I'm living in Riyadh, I won't, uh, I won't choose a laundry in Jeddah. Well, it's not, you're not going to show, we're only going to show you the laundries that cover that area through the logistics. Ah, and delivery. Okay, 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 okay. So we, we decide on that depending on the, 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 the distance and the traffic around the laundry, and that's what we cover that in terms of delivery. And, and can you share some numbers, like for the just clean business itself? Like, I don't know what you're allowed to share, like revenue-wise, employer-wise, how many laundries are there? Well, well till date, we've raised $30 million dollars. Uh, from the main investors in, in the, total in total we've raised 30 million dollars since we started we're 150 employees uh, we have an office in every country of the GCC our headquarters in Dubai uh, our focus this year is expanding into Saudi Arabia and growing the Saudi Arabia market ready for us to push growth across next year when I say then we'll talk about the new verticals expansion for us is not as just simple as just opening up and get you have to get the laundries on board they have to understand how to use the system our strategy and the way we work because we will not compromise that at any level because that later on reflects down to the customer in terms of the concept and within the 150 people working for Just Clean are there also like drivers yes yeah, 61 of these are operational people within the offices and the rest are drivers and we focus heavily on employing local talent so in Saudi Arabia our team of fully Saudi Arabian in Bahrain they're fully Bahraini and likewise in the other countries 
That gives us a good edge on what's happening in the market and how to speak to the customers. And because investors are, especially now with this kind of tech bubble uh, bursting, focusing uh, rather on uh, today's revenues than future uh, revenues, are you able like to grow into a market like Saudi Arabia like from your own cash flow, or uh, or do you need like uh, immense like external funding doing it? Well, we're not at that level yet, but uh, in the next two years, we believe if we continue going the way we are, we will be able to sustain the company and be profitable within the next two years. However, expanding into a new country, you know, that takes, that takes investment, of course. Like, like if you look at the countries that we've established, we've, we've done very well to make sure that it becomes heads towards profitability. At the beginning, before the pandemic, our strategy was growth, growth, growth. Investors wanted growth, 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 yeah. as, as we mentioned. Yeah. Now it's become more attractive to people that... If you stop the marketing, are you able to survive? That's always a question you get these days. This is a question that's asked by any, when you go fundraising. That's the main question. How, how do you solve the chicken egg problem in Saudi when you're now going into a new market? Do you do you go for like a, a big marketing campaign first? Do you have like an easy argument for convincing laundry owners to join your platform, or you just like? I guess you're going to in the big cities first, Riyadh and Jeddah, and then uh, getting like um, getting like I don't know how many laundries you need for covering your services. So we started with the Eastern Province, didn't have any problems at all. We moved into Riyadh, didn't have any problems at all. What is Eastern Province? Eastern Province is Damam, Al Khabar, the closer to Kuwait, that that side of the country. Okay. And then, so the thing is, is we come to Saudi Arabia with a name. We, we're known. We're known mm, across okay. the region. So okay. it's helped us a lot. If you go back to Kuwait, it was literally begging people to join at the beginning. But that's not that, that anymore because you're coming now with a brand. And why a wouldn't you allow somebody who's begging? Uh, or why, why would you not allow somebody who's begging on the platform? I mean, like, basically at the beginning, it was very tough to convince people. They Like you'd have to literally say, please join, take three months free commission to convince them. But that's not the case in Saudi Arabia. The good thing about Saudi Arabia as well, there's a lot of big marketplaces up in the food industry and other industries that's helped us pave the way yeah. to come in. So they understand it immediately. And the other good thing is our management system, our laundry system, helped with the implementation of tax and online payment regulations in Saudi Arabia and in Bahrain. So laundries were pen and paper. Uh, now just clean comes with a solution for them. It solves that very, very quick because in the last two years, Saudi Arabia put all the online uh, things that had to be online payment and everything. Not just that, they had to use a system to be able to re regulate their tax. You can't regulate tax through pen and paper. So that helped us a lot coming in with our laundry management system. That's true. But just going back to like Kuwait as a more saturated market where your market share is uh, rather high. Yeah. Um, is, is there like a reason or like a rationale for not allowing additional laundries on the platform? Because you would say... Let's rather share the uh, existing baskets with the laundries that are that are online. I don't want to have like an average laundry uh, uh, on top of the platform. So we made a lot of mistakes from the beginning since we started this business, and and so one of the biggest mistakes was is hoarding laundries onto the app. Any laundry, get them on, get them on, get them on, get them on. Give the customer selection. We then later realized was, we looked down to each cohorts of each laundry. So we look at each laundry, what's their retention rate, what's their churn rate for us. If they hit down to a certain level, no matter who they are, we would not want to continue with them. Because as a marketplace, retention of customers is, is key. It's mm. vital to, to keep on making this revenue. Like, you're only taking a commission, so you've got to try and hold as many people as possible in to keep growing that commission. I'm sure you know that. But So laundries, no matter who they are, if they cannot offer that consistent service, that good rating, that on-time pickup, that on-time delivery, less complaints, less tickets from our help center opened, 
we try once and twice with warnings and training and retraining. If it doesn't work, we part ways because the effect on, on the customer and on our retention for the customers is huge. And we looked over the years, and since we did that, we, we, we say, for example, we had in Kuwait over 600 laundries. We narrowed it down to 400, 400 quality laundries that are willing to work with, with us as a brand. Interesting. So, and then your big course plan for 2023 is uh, is um, is Saudi, but like apart like from growing the services you have already like in Kuwait available in, into Saudi, is there other services you can think about? Because now you have the market uh, the, the the marketplace system, you could deploy it into other categories. I yes. guess there's like categories which are close to laundry. I'm, I wasn't driving around the streets here, but I'm pretty sure I will find some some patterns where I would say, okay, this is definitely a marketplace opportunity here. Well, well, well to me, to me, laundry is something that's in the past. We're very excited about what we've done this year. This year, we launched home cleaning. So you're able to select someone to come to your house hourly or two hours or three hours to come and clean your house. And when I say we launched it, we don't just launch it in Kuwait. It's launched in Bahrain, in Qatar, in UAE, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, Sharjah, in Saudi Arabia. So we launch a full consistent service across the region, as well as we launched car wash at home. So you're able to book a car wash company to come to the house to clean your car and, and wash your That's car. That's also you're offering? Yes, we're also offering that. We also, that, that I would like to have in Germany, yeah. car wash at home. And okay. we also offer car wash at the station. You know, some guys like don't like getting their car washed at home. They like to go to the station. It's a thing they do at the weekend. But the worst thing about this is the huge queues. If you book one of the stations on Just Clean, you get a QR code, you go to the station, and you get the VIP entrance to get your car washed. There's a fast track for car washes If here? you order on Just Clean, yes. So instead of waiting in the queue, you book a slot and you turn up to the Just Clean booth within the station and you just get your car washed immediately. And how big are those markets? Like house cleaning and car washing? Well, we know the car wash and the house cleaning is huge. The home cleaning is very huge. We'll get into that. Big. We look at is it bigger than the laundry business? I would say it's somewhere similar. The car wash may be a bit less, but the good thing about them too is a huge basket size, bigger basket size than the laundry, and less headache operationally. So with laundry, there's a, the big problem with laundry is you pick up the clothes, you're responsible of these items until they are delivered. So there's a lot of stuff going on in between. With home cleaning, A, B, done. Car wash, A, B, done. Operationally, it's a less headache for us. That's true, but there's also, it's also harder like, to retain the customer uh, because from the home cleaning startups I know in Germany, for example, for them, the retention is like, what's, A, it was a problem to get cleaners because there's just not enough people that want to do this job anymore. And B, if, if the cleaner was like good in, uh, from, a, from, from a customer perception, they tried to convince the cleaner to, uh, to get a direct uh, payment to come home, get out of the app because you obviously want to stay with the cleaner all the, the time. Good, the good thing about the region here, it's not like US and some countries in Europe where it's freelancers. We're actually dealing with companies that have cleaners registered under them. So we're dealing with a company here. We're not dealing with cleaners directly. We're dealing with a that's the same in Europe. Yeah. So so when we deal with these when we deal with these companies in that they're they're obviously they're the massive companies. They follow regulations of the country. The hardest thing about the home cleaning is the regulations. Each country has different regulations. Kuwait, Bahrain, Saudi Arabia. So adapting to all these regulations and times. What is the regulation home cleaning? For example, you can't send uh, women home cleaning to a house if there's no woman in the house. Uh, in all the region or just mo in Saudi? Most of the countries. Really? Yeah, not, not in Dubai. That doesn't happen in Dubai. But there's, set, there's, there's other things such as uh, they're only allowed to stay for a certain amount of hours in the house to do certain things. Uh, and you have to have certain licenses to offer these services from within the country. So you can only deal with partners 
that are licensed to do this. There's many people that are not licensed. So, you only, so we have to be very careful of how we deal with these things. And, and luckily, we deal with everything to the paper and to the legal and the way everything's worked. And, and when did you start those services, home cleaning and car wash? Well, we started it in February in Kuwait and that, and Saudi Arabia just a month ago. And how was the first reaction of your customers when very you said, here's now, you can now book also home cleaning, not just your clothes, but somebody comes to your home? Well, that was the plan. Whenever you think of clean, you think of just clean. I could have called it just laundry at the beginning, but there was always the plan to be the cleaning. Oh, Okay, yeah, yeah, no, no, I think, okay, what, what else can you clean? Okay. Because laundry took so long, it was so tough to digitalize that we focused so heavily on it before coming into the others. Oh, okay. So the others were much easier for us. It was a walk in the park. Now for the car wash companies, instead of getting an order on WhatsApp or getting an order on Instagram, we've got them as a full system that's been adapted from laundry to car wash to home cleaning that the owner is able to monitor his capacity daily and schedule all his orders. So now he's moving his orders from WhatsApp and Instagram straight to just clean because he's able to organize his orders daily using our system as well. And you, and you charge, the, uh, comp uh, charge the car wash owner for that? Commission base. It's also commission based. Yes, everything's commission based. Okay, interesting. Oh, we definitely need and such then, a service. In our and then we also make a good amount of money from commercial revenue, which is who wants to be listed at the top of each area. So if you've got laundry air and I want to be at the top, you'd pay a certain amount so you're st you stay at the top. But we have to make sure they have good rating and good consistency and good... Okay, that I totally get. But do you offer like something like super VIP fast track where like there's a certain like car washes where yeah. some interior cleaning, something which is like super, super... Um, Uh, um, uh, the resources are like super short which you can't get usually where like of your best course. customers are getting this kind of service of course it depends on what services the company the service provider offers but there's some service providers that offer services that take up to four hours outside your house to clean your car they come with a, a full tent that covers your car that goes for, for, for proper cleaning to detail why, why don't we have this in Europe I, I ask myself oh. and the latest thing we've gone into is beauty sector so getting your nails done at home my, I had my haircut yesterday at home in Dubai so before going to the airport booked on just clean haircut come to the house How much is such a service in Kuwait? Same prices as you go to the haircut. But what is it like, the, the, the price range? What, what do you have to pay for, for a haircut? I'd say yesterday I had my haircut for 150 dirhams. But it's like 30 euros, 30, yeah. 30 pounds. 30 more pounds, less. yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that's normal price if I was to go to a good one. But I'm talking about the high level. But there is also. But that's like further away from cleaning, right? That's more services then. Right? It comes down into it's hygiene. It's the same yes. app. It's just, it's just clean app. Yeah, 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 all under just clean. And women can order their nails to be done at so home. So it becomes a super app. It has become a super cleaning app. We want we. No, it's it's just becomes a super app, not a just super cleaning app. Yeah, so there's more yeah. services around it. And we're going into pet grooming as well. That's a very big basket size. Yes. Is there not? Is there? Uh, what is about the pet industry here in the region? Is it, I, have, I haven't seen any because nobody's walking pets here. Obviously, it's a lot higher than you expect. Yeah, it's a lot higher than you expect. Is it also? Is it more cats, more dogs? What is it here? Well, well, there's lots of cats here and there's lots of dogs. I'm talking about Dubai and that, and also in Saudi Arabia. However, you don't see people walking around with, with them now because due to the weather and the heat and that. So, like for when it's very hot in the winter, you see it more. But in the summer, it's impossible to be walking your dogs outside in the heat. And that's yeah, true. Yeah. And the streets so, are crazy. I don't, don't think it's as much as Europe, but for me, it's a higher basket size. So if you, like the, the basket size to get your pet groomed here, we're talking, we're talking uh, 400, 500 dirhams minimum to get your pet groomed at your house. So the, I'm talking these are services that come to your house and do the service at your house. Pet grooming, laundry, car wash, home cleaning, haircut. It's all done and just clean. And the good thing about that is we've noticed now we have users 
the order weekly car wash, laundry, and home cleaning. What 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 kind of growth rates do you expect like for your business in the next years? See, we 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 we've we've built a comp we've built a clean company, so a good LTV, good good CAC. We've we've been in the top funded 50 startups on, in Forbes for the last few years, top 10 Arabian business. Due to us having a consistent uh, presence in the market, however, we believe the the promising market is Saudi Arabia that will take us to that next level. And then we'll look at other markets and that, but we don't want to focus on other markets until we focus heavily on Saudi Arabia and get Saudi Arabia. Yeah, with, with so many categories and so many markets to, to, to grow, there's like yeah. at least like 10, 20 years before you can uh, look outside of those markets. Yeah. Crazy. Nice business. Ber, thank you a lot like for this insights. Uh, now I think about how I can get like a, a car wash, like where people come with a tent uh, putting over the car, like in, yeah. in Germany. Yeah. Nobody's going to do that because there's no people doing it. Yeah, that's the thing. But yeah. here is part of the culture. It's so hot to go out. You see the traffic here. Yeah. So if I can get everything done at home, if I can't get it done at home, the business shut down because they don't sustain customers that don't. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to offer the home service. It's very vital. It's part of the culture. It's part of the way we live here. So getting these things done is very, very important. And we believe, we believe if you look at the Saudi 2030 vision, there's the food apps, there's the flower apps, there's other apps, taxi. We believe we're going to be that leading home, the, the, the cleaning app within the region. Due to us being local as well, understanding the market very well, uh, local backers, local investors, uh, local teams. Maybe, maybe one last question, um, because obviously uh, other companies might have seen like your success. Mm -hmm. um, uh, what about what about the competition aspect, or are there other apps trying to enter the market like with a similar service? Because now you have obviously educated the uh, uh, the laundry. Service. I don't know if you have like an exclusive exclusivity clause uh, in there, but uh, if another app owner comes in and say, oh, I offer you the same, but uh, I only take uh, 50% of the margin uh, that Steam is taking. The more, the more people that invest into this market and the more investment that goes into it, it's only going to benefit us because the problem is there's not been a big exit or a big bang within the cleaning industry. So we need as many players to come into the thing, to yeah. hopefully to be an umbrella built that has all these companies under, like Delivery Hero that did with the food and other big apps, Rocket Internet and things. So for, for us, we, we lack that in the industry. There's not been a big exit, a big IPO or a big merge, M&A, nothing. So the more people that come into the region that shows us more money being spent, that more investments going into it, it's only going to benefit us because the market We, we don't, I don't think we have 1% of the market share that's out there. So to be able to, com, 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 like I think competition would be very healthy. We have competition in Dubai. We also have competition in certain countries, smaller things. However, we, there's, there's only a few big, big players that are doing this. Okay, if I could think about it, it could be just cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> But so I guess we, you have reserved this name. So we need an umbrella to get there with all the yeah. big companies underneath it. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Thank you for being on It's been a pleasure. Podcast. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.